Hello. Welcome, my shining mothers. It's Tiffany Lynn. Here to talk, share, and adventure into a journey of discovery that's been provided by, that's right, my motherhood. Here, it's all about going down the journey to victory, facing challenges, wins, and losses. Make sure to follow this podcast and share it with everyone because they don't want to miss this adventure of motherhood. Choices, choices, choices. Hey, mamas. If you can't tell, I'm thinking about a lot of choices. I was talking to an acquaintance the other day about these books I liked to read when I was a kid. And they're called Choose Your Own Adventure. And in the books for any given adventure, the story would, would kind of start with something fun, upbeat, lively. They all started the same. But then very quickly, there was a left turn, like you're stranded on an island or there's an avalanche on a ski vacation. It's an adventure. So as the, the name suggests, it starts with fun in mind. And then the climatic event occurs and the reader is faced with a choice. Either they can make shelter on the beach or go look for food. They can make a fire to stay warm or head back to base in the snow with their backpack that only contains two water bottles, a blanket and a flashlight. Man, I used to love these stories. The idea of getting to make a decision and see where they lead was exhilarating. But I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. When I first started reading these books, I always, without fail, died. It was like I choose to go look for food and find poisonous berries, or I'd be bitten by a snake, or I'd get the food successfully, but come back and not have shelter and get stuck in like a massive storm that occurred. Yep. That that was me. So I wised up and I looked for the ending I wanted and went backwards, like writing the page numbers down, which ultimately led to the initial journey and first decision. Literally, I could read the book without freezing to death, getting kidnapped or running out of food. The journey ended with me alive and well. Yes, those were some of my favorite books as a kid. But life's not that way when you actually have kids. The end is yet to be determined. There's no fast forward or concrete way to work yourself backwards. You know, one decision feeds upon the next for sure. So you make the best choices you can prayerfully, methodically, and believe for the best choices. I had to decide where I wanted to live last year to position my kids to uh, attend some of the best schools. That wasn't an easy decision emotionally because they would have to, one, leave their friends, and two, be in an entirely new school district, which can be intimidating or, or scary even. And as resilient as kids are, it still was change. So my choice was to move for more space and get into an even better school district with more academic and extracurricular uh, opportunities, or I could move for more space in the same area 
without um, some of the growth opportunities, but they would still have the same friend groups. My choice was ultimately to change schools. As they were entering into high school, it was more important for them to be able to best explore and cultivate their interests and talents. And from personal experience, and I'm sure you can probably relate, today there are only a few friends, not even a handful from childhood that are still close friends, like I'm actively involved in their life and they're actively involved in mine. I mean, of course, on social media, it's easy to keep up with people you went to school with, check in here and there, you know, see pictures, photos, like. But as far as like doing life together, it's only one or two, maybe three at most. So I could have made the decision at the moment that would have supported the friend group idea. But in the long term, would it have been more beneficial and had the greater impact? choices. Sometimes that means me saying no to right now, what's fun, what's comfortable, what feels good even, because I realize one decision builds upon the next. And if I give them everything they want right now, it may fall apart pages later in their 20s, in their 30s when they need to be responsible with time and money, when they need to understand a person's boundaries, as well as how to have and be able to hold and enforce their own. When they need to have character to be able to be relied upon, when they need to know how to love as well as be loved. The kids and I have very candid conversations, as you know. Um, I hear their concerns. I listen to their preferences. I actually observe and study my kids because I want to know how to best show up for each one of them individually. Like it is a personal goal of mine to be able to raise them as best possible based on what their needs are, what their natural bents are. Certainly perfection is not something that can ever be attained or acquired, but I want to make sure that I can best instill in them the things they need to be successful as adults in life. And that goes far beyond the physical, you know, clothes, shelter, food, you know, those are necessities, um, external necessities, but I, I want to go deeper. I want to make sure that they have those things internally to be able to navigate life, to make good decisions, to handle difficult situations or hard times when they come, because even best planning and successful living as maybe the world would deem or society would deem doesn't mean you're not going to face challenges. So I need to make sure that they've got the wherewithal to be able to handle those situations with character and with grace and strength and fortitude. So, you know, most times um, when I'm having these conversations with them, um, I, I, I really consider what they desire, what they want, because as a parent, you want to be able to say yes, like, who doesn't like to say yes, and bring a smile to someone's face, like, unless you're just like a Scrooge or something, like most of the time you want to make people happy. But I also know that being their friend, isn't my primary role right now. 
we are family. Yes, we are a team. Yes, um, but I'm their mom, and I have to give an account for where I lead them while they're in my care. So uh, when it was time to move, guess what? We moved. And also, guess what? They're happy and they still love me. Our family is heavily involved in church, as probably, you know, you guys probably know. And because I want them to know in this life, there's something bigger than themselves. Um, and that it's, it's just not all about them, that there is someone that even as an adult, they have to be accountable to. Often, I'll even ask the kids, what's the three most important things you've learned from me? Now, the number three doesn't really matter. I just gave, you know, kind of give it a number so they can give me the top few things off their head. Sometimes they give me more, but I don't want it just to be one thing and, and done because, you know, the purpose is I want it to understand if they're getting it. And ironically, for each one of them, it's something different. But I use those moments to gauge, you know, if they really are getting it. And what what else I need to do that's important? Um, what else I need to impart in them? And, and not more so by my words, like we can have conversations all day, great conversations. Yet, I'm more so concerned about it be, be being supported by my actions. What am I demonstrating to them? When situations that I face happen, you know, how do I navigate it? What do they see me doing? Does it align with what I am telling them to do? Am I displaying the character that I'm saying that they should have and how they should be? When I make a mistake, do I acknowledge it? Do I, do I own it? Do I say when I'm wrong to others and, and even to them? You know, it definitely makes no sense, you know, for me to talk until my face is blue, but not live out what I'm saying. But I use those moments to also share other nuggets for their personality, you know, areas of growth that I think will help them best navigate life's journey. Um, last year around this time, I, I lost my mom unexpectedly. And uh, we were very, very close, like best friends. And even though I miss her, I am comforted by the wisdom she imparted in me. And the example she displayed, I can hear her saying certain things in given situations. And I know just what to do. The same is what I want for my kids. And I want them to have that faith wise. It's like the ultimate choose your own adventure cheat code. I don't know how the story ends. I don't know definitively what one decision will lead to. But I do know the one who does. So I ask God to lead me in my decisions as well as trust him with the outcomes. And sometimes that's not always easy for me because that means relinquishing control and being under being able to acknowledge and understand that it's just a perception. At the end of the day, I'm not in control. I make the best decisions possible, but I really just have to let go and walk it out 
and know that everything is going to be okay. Goodness knows, I don't understand it all. But not only am I living out my own choose your own adventure story, so are the kids. And I want them to have the best intel possible, the best opportunities, or the highest character and the largest faith to be able to choose a path that they were created for. This thing is bigger than me. It's bigger than even them individually. Like our lives intertwine with each other and our stories, frankly, overlap. So I think it's so important for us to be able to navigate this life, to live well, to love well, to lead well, to serve well, so that each adventure is a great adventure for the next person that we encounter. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Please continue sharing love, even when it gets tough. Make sure to come visit me next week for another great message. Remember, don't let anyone bring that crown down. That is Tiffany Lynn signing off.